0: Today on the Rebel Leadership Podcast, we're talking to Bryn Tyndall about how people can avoid the dreaded question, where are we with this, and simultaneously alleviate more stress than they might realize. So the other day, I walk in the room that you always sit in, and you looked like you were going to crack with all of the amount of stuff that was on our plate that day. There was just an exorbitant amount of things that were happening in this one day. And it was the end of the day and it's like four 30 and
1: it's the beginning of the day. <laughs> it's the beginning <laughs> of the day. That's true.
0: <laughs> but let's dissect like why we feel that way. Cause I feel it too. At the end of the week, we kind of fist bump before the end of the weekend. It was like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe all the things that we tackled, all the things we addressed, all the ups, the downs, the loops, the roller coasters that happen each and every day in the positions that we are in. Um, talk to me about like why you think that feels that way.
1: Well, the pressure is real and, and the pressure, especially in these times is, is accelerating. The expectation is accelerating because in many cases you're, you're dealing with, I don't want to say life or death, but you're dealing with survival um, in many cases now that didn't exist. And when you think about, the, the sheer number of details that go into every type of project and, and the fact that, you know, we're relying on so many teammates, critical mm-hmm. information at critical junctures in the process can literally make or break the dynamic of the relationship with the customer. And un- unlike any other time right now, people are absolutely relying on our counsel and and they're 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 literally hanging sort of by their phones, if you will, waiting for us to get back to them.
0: Yeah, the expectations of speed and the yeah. quality of the response in that speed is is crazy high. Yeah. yeah. So when when those days come, I think one one thing I always tell the um, people who ask me about this is whenever I hear someone say, "Well, I didn't," I when I say, "Why didn't you tell me this? Why didn't you give me this piece of information?" and they say. I didn't want to bother you. It's like, I I just like stop the presses. I just instantly say back to them, it is not bothering me. I promise you, because what people don't understand until you're in a position where there's so many people reporting up through you or you're relying on them for all that information, that whatever is on their to-do list is on yours until it's done, 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 Mm -hmm. right? And and that is quite literally what my to-do list looks like is... I never check it off until it's complete. It's the full circle communication is complete. And I know you're the same because yeah. the amount of, um, of activities and clients and relationships and processes and projects and all the complexity of all that magnitude is on your plate just as much as it's on yeah. each person's plate.
1: Yeah, I don't think people understand sometimes when they're a piece of the overall puzzle that, that it creates a log jam you know, that, that, that particular piece isn't communicated. They don't understand the repercussion of what it bottlenecks up. Right. And, and so you can't move forward till you've buttoned up that piece. Right. What, what I, what I tell people is, you know, please don't make me chase you and sort of close the loop with me. Mm -hmm. Um, Because when it, when you hit a critical piece of information that has to be accurate and it has to be timely you it has to be right, right, and if that's the only other individual that has that piece of information, just that the just the fact that they did it does not close the activity because now it's got to come back up to you. It's got to buckle back into the broader right. project, and then the the customer in many cases has to be apprised of that situation. This part of the project is done. Now we're ready to proceed to the next step. Right, and, it's this
0: constant ping pong ball yeah, back and yeah, forth.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Right, and you turned you turned your computer to me the other day. When someone proactively gave you an update, and I could see the sigh of relief, but that people don't see that because they don't sit with you in those you know minute moments. Yeah. But that proactive, like, hey, here's where we are with that. I just want to catch you up, keep you in the loop. The feeling of de-stress that it gives you back on that one piece, when we have three hundred active accounts, times all of those projects and all of that complexity, like that is a huge deal. Of that good frequent communication. Yeah, you
1: just think about the pure time associated with tracking somebody down and saying, "Did you do this?" Which people hate anyway. By the way, they hate the "Is it done?" and "Did you do this?" Yeah.
0: Well, we always get on you about yeah. your brinisms. <laughs> like, like where are we with that? But I, I found myself doing that this morning. I woke up at five, and my first instinct was I need to email all these people. So now you're seeing all of my where are we with that. Sorry, everybody. Yeah. Um, But it's (laughs) like I just think about it. When I first wake up, it's like, oh, I forgot to talk to them yesterday or it's on my to-do list and I didn't add it yet. So I'm emailing myself, ask this person about this thing. Constantly now that I'm touching more pieces of the business. Yeah, you know, I
1: was thinking about the other. You know, the we did the um, role reversal a couple of Fridays ago, and being able to see uh, situations through the other's viewpoint. And and I I can I always ask people when they find me pressing them for this, if we reverse the roles, and you were sitting here waiting for this information, how would you want me to treat it, right? If they can look at it through that lens, say, wait a second, there's a broader implication to this, and actually it is no fun to have to go chase me down for this, right? right. Um, that m- maybe they can see it in the eyes of, you know, when you're sitting at sort of this this seat, right?
0: Right. And I feel like um, one thing I've learned from you too is that I used to be like a long diatribe emailer um, before the position I have. And, and there was just so much context that I was baking into it because I felt like people needed to know all the rationale and all this stuff. And you've, you've gotten I've been inspired by the way that you don't bury the lead you lead you start with the end you you actually say that all the time let Mm -hmm. me start with the end and and that gets people to update faster and it's like if you want all the color commentary no problem I have that but right now all I need to know is this nugget of information because when there's this this Tons and tons of connected threads to all facets of the business. You really only need that one soundbite right. of "Here's where are we with that?" Right? Yeah. Here's where we are.
1: Yeah, it's, you know, it's, if you think about modern day communications with our Slack channels and our text messages and our different messaging apps and our voicemails and our te- on and on and on and on bombarded with thousands of pieces of information and hundreds in many cases at any given moment in time, right? And all, there are many cases will be 12 number ones that have to happen at the same time, right? And sometimes I find that all I can eke out is a why, right? As I go between, <laughs> no, you know, do you, a do why do People don't yes. know what they
0: mean like <laughs> that. So the one side story, one day I get it, I ask Bryn like a pretty loaded question through text and what I get back is just the letter why, And so I turned to my husband and I said, would you take this letter Y as yes or why? W-H-Y. And he had no idea how to interpret it. So now our joke is about why? Because that's that's literally all the time you had to respond to me was just the letter Y. And I never realized until now, being the president of the agency, why that time, it's so critical, even just eking out a word. Which is why your, your common phrase is okay. (laughs) (laughs) So when people get an email back from you that just says, okay, it's not cold. It's not mean. It's just like, it's a nature of the volume of information and decisions that you make on every single day, which is when we get to the end of that day or end of that week, like we talked about in the beginning, the, the hundreds and almost thousands of micro macro decisions that you're making is so much greater than anybody could have empathy for.
1: Yeah. And I think it's, you know, when you think about decisions, you know, it, it appears that a decision may be made in the moment and maybe even impulse, but, you know, we've talked about the 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 chess-like nature of decision-making in terms of the, the ripple effect, a, a simple okay or a simple why, you know, <laughs> if you start to look downstream and realize what it touches and what it puts in effect and it sort of starts to cascade and take a life on of its own, you actually have to think that through in real time you before you say, okay, it looks like just okay, but there, each one of those requires that level of clarity and foresight into where it's going so when you do get to the end of the week and you get to put aside some of those decisions for just a minute a fist bump feels really good because <laughs> you're like you know we we got most we of it. the decisions i don't remember what we did <laughs> we got most we did. of it right you know <laughs>